Hi and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto. My name is Nick and today guys we're going to be diving down into some technical analysis on several different altcoins. Um, as we get into this if you find it useful, informative, maybe entertaining hit the like button really do appreciate that. If you happen to be new to the channel then why not go ahead and subscribe, tap the bell, select all notifications and in doing so you will be kept up to date with everything that we do here at Cheeky Crypto. Um, Chris is in the background he's uh, not going to be actually on camera today but he is there and um, you know basically oh, there he is <laughs> yeah daddy daycare today i am here though in the background he's there in the background yeah so he'll be in the live chat a little bit and all that kind of good stuff but uh, for now let's actually jump on down to the desktop and take a look at what is going on uh with uh, with the markets Okay, so we'll start things off by taking a look here at Coin Market Cap. We are $2.2 trillion, uh, so a bit of a bump with Bitcoin. I'll get into that in a moment. Uh, $99 billion in trading volume in the last 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance at 408 with Ethereum at 21.2. And there are 15,882 cryptocurrencies. Whew, that's a lot of cryptocurrencies. So it's important that you do your own research, right? Because there are going to be some projects that are absolute gems, uh, diamonds in the rough, that you're going to want to find nice and early. And then on the flip of that, there's going to be those projects that you want to avoid, that you don't want to get too involved with, etc. right? And um, doing your own research is going to be absolutely critical to that. Obviously, I'm not a financial advisor. Chris is not a financial advisor. We talk about projects that we have researched and, you know, sometimes we, even, we might miss something, right? It's important that you, you do that research, even if it is something that we are talking about let alone if there's another influencer across you know twitter youtube facebook instagram tiktok whatever right and um, sometimes you just don't know if they're paid or affiliated with the project uh, to talk about it etc um, so doing that research is key and like i said it'll help you find those diamonds in the rough there's hidden gems in the crypto space and will help you avoid any potential you know pitfalls or scams or honeypots or anything like that right um so very important that you do that right so let's actually take a little bit of a zoom out here we'll uh we'll take a look bitcoin obviously has gone up 5.4 percent uh we are expecting the bounce we we're talking a lot about this yesterday um not so much on the live stream publicly but with the the people in patreon we did a, an afternoon stream with those guys we're talking a lot about bouncing um specifically up to a, at least the 618 area we'll probably have a look at that briefly today um, so yeah, we are expecting a bounce. We are seeing a little bit of green here in the market. Um, but again, on the hourly, we were expecting some more volatility as well. So watch out for that. Uh, Ethereum obviously following suit, right? 5.9, Solana's 3.4, Cardano's 3.9. Uh, we have um, XRP at 3.3, Avalanche at 15.3, uh, Polkadot 3.2, Polygon's 11%. Uh, can't talk about Crow, but you know it's there for anyone who can see the screen. Um, we have 3.4% uh, on Litecoin, 4.2 on Chainlink, 3% for Algo, slightly down on Stella, um, and you can see the the level of tr sideways trade going on with Stella right now. Uh, we've got Hidera Hashgraph flattening out a little bit after a pretty decent move at thirty seven percent. Um, so H bar is doing well, and I remember H bar being so so cheap, <laughs> thirty one cent today, uh, which is interesting, right? Uh, we've got uh, V Chain here at three point three. We've got Elrond at three point six. Harmony's uh, doing some pretty good things. I'm dropping a video at eleven o'clock after this stream on Harmony One, so I won't do TA in the stream. It'll drop directly after, so do check that one out. Um, but fourteen percent today uh, in the last twenty four hours, forty five in the last seven days, doing well. Anchor at uh, five point six. Silicon. 2.9 uh we've got fetch ai doing pretty good things as well 21 percent. but again in relation to how it was performing it's only 9.4 percent for the previous seven days so 
very good parabolic move by the looks of the chart here i haven't really paid too much attention to it but it's still very 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 small right it's 399 billion um but if you like your ai definitely worth checking out a bit of fetch ai uh, although you are a bit later into the game at this point um fee for um you know 2.1 again you know we don't really talk about it we have it we earn it because we basically hold our vet in the sync wallet um and it is what it is. It's you know the gas token for the the V chain network. Um, we have API three, fifteen uh, percent. Uh, you know, in the last twenty four hours. Um, really like API three. Um, it's a little bit underwhelming at the moment, but I do expect big things from it. Um, AGIX obviously three percent. Very good project. Lots of things going on. Um, we've got Multivac six point two percent. We've got SDAO slightly flat here, or say slightly down, but it's very flat. But it matches zero point zero three. Um, still feels like such a bargain, to be honest with you. Uh, we've got DSLA one point five, Silo negative one point two. Um, we've got Shopex five point you know nine. Uh, Event Finance two point five. Newnet uh, down at seven point. For no spark and uh, avoid no data available there so yeah for the most part the portfolios are interesting a lot of green uh, much needed but again you can't continue to go down without bouncing up so right now you know there still could be more downward you know trend to uh, come um but considering how late we are into the year at this point with only a few days left before we actually close off 2021 and go into 2022 um some green is very much needed but do expect some interesting stuff to occur right with the market kind of uh, you know where it is let's actually first of all take a look at um a couple of things let's, let's start off with with this one okay this is basically your total crypto market cap okay and there's a couple of things i want to start off with talking about here um specifically there might be a lot of new people in the space you know new analysts or whatever they're going to be calling themselves and um, thinking you know maybe the alt seasons already come right and maybe that's that's it right we're done right there's no more alt season to be had there's any downside right you see a lot of lot of things like this and you know maybe it's a little bit you know misinformative um so i wanted to kind of show you right total market cap excluding bitcoin so basically all your altcoins including ethereum and we have here is a five impulsive move in 2000 and uh, well from late 2015 into 16 and obviously peaking out in 17 right a really good really strong parabolic move for altcoins okay then we went into a bear market um and we saw that really like lose its value bottom out here and then we started this really big uh wave a pullback with wave b which is really small uh, and then obviously looking at where we are thinking you know where c is potentially going to go so context of this um, altcoin markets we have a 1.3 trillion dollar market um you know cap if you will i don't use market cap probably very well but it's a give it gives us an idea as to where things are likely to go right and we can see um if you go right back to the very beginning of our channel of uh, you know october 2020 despite some of the comments that i have seen saying oh have you been saying the same thing for three years we've not been on youtube for three years we've only been on youtube for a little bit over a year and um, but we have in you know i've been involved in crypto since 2015 um so i have the experience of not only a bull run but a bear market and etc etc right and it's important that we also acknowledge that um <laughs> that you know yeah ultimately we have a very interesting kind of uh perspective right we, we think we see that 1.3 trillion is a reasonable amount of uh, of kind of you know market cap to have for altcoins but actually in relation to where it had been previously 
um, and where we think things are likely to go. Six trillion is a number that we've been talking about for quite some time, right back in those early days, right? And um, six trillion dollar market cap is a pretty reasonable expectation on where we think the altcoins are likely to go, considering there are over 15,000 of them. Lots of them have a great utility. Some of them are absolute garbage, doing absolutely nothing, um, but they have a lot of adoption around them because, you know, maybe someone tweets about it who has a, a multi-million uh, you know, follower account, for example, right? Um, so you end up with, like, you know, these various different kind of spikes to it. But nonetheless, you know, what we've seen so far is an interesting kind of area where we started to see some growth, but it's nowhere near the growth that we had had previously. And I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to get the same kind of growth because that is very unlikely. Um, growth does decline over time, right? But I think it's important that we acknowledge the kind of growth that was here, okay, for these altcoins. I don't think many people really acknowledge this too much, but here we can see it was one point, 2 million percent on altcoins in this particular run okay so very very significant now when we actually take a look at the previous high and what we're going to do is i'm going to grab oh actually i've done it it's already here so we can see the all-time high um was previously uh, actually i will draw it in there let me just grab that uh horizontal ray we'll throw that right on here so that is our previous all-time high for the altcoins right and if we were to take the peak of our altcoin run so far which would be just about here it's a 242 percent move on those altcoins do we think that we are going to be happy with a 242 percent altcoin return on investment it's incredibly low it's definitely not as per the expectation of what we had previously in fact even if we were to really pull this down just into like this third wave move that's still 183 percent if we take it a little bit higher four thousand percent if we take it just to here it's 500 percent right so even if you got in late um so what we're seeing so far is a really small and insignificant growth on the previous altcoins in terms of their their run right so we haven't seen a, a blow off top anywhere near to the level that we had seen previously right so and i'm not just saying that you know because we've seen it previously doesn't mean it's going to happen again obviously and um, but you would normally see a decline in percentage gain. That's kind of a bit obvious. Um, but you'd also see a significantly higher gain than what we've seen so far. Um, I wouldn't be too surprised if we do actually push for this about 1,000. Even at a $6 trillion market, it's 1,100%, uh, which again is actually in line with the expectations of many of the individual altcoins where we talk about those targets. And those targets are usually around a 10x position. Some are smaller, some are larger. But on average, the market's looking like a 10x, right? Um, so on our current position, just growing up to that $6 trillion level is actually about 1,000% or so. So again, um, from uh, the previous all-time high. So again, something that we could be looking for and looking you know, forward to uh, in terms of whether or not we are going to be getting an alt season or not an alt season. Um, so interesting stuff. I just wanted to kind of put it out there as I know there are a lot of new analysts, if that's what we want to call them, saying we're not going to have an alt season or we've already had the alt season. It was buried inside uh, of Bitcoin. And for that, you know, we have to understand that Bitcoin was also moving up during this time this was not just an alt season the actual alt season itself is the very last bit of this okay um so you actually see a, a huge rise and we've seen a significant rise from the bear market lows um and that actually comes in at about you know fifteen thousand percent okay uh versus, versus the 1.2 million percent okay so again still you know pretty reasonable but 
a lot lower than your expectations. And that would actually take us up to that $6 trillion level. If we actually bring that down to the peak that we were at, that's only 4,700%. Um, so the old season in my mind hasn't happened yet. We still haven't really seen this growth that we've been expecting to happen based on the history either. And a lot of the technical indicators that we're going to go through on some of the individual charts will also confirm that actually we're ready for another big surge to the upside. This actually then goes to speak about, you know, potentially extended bull runs and all that kind of stuff. I don't buy into a lot of the theories around it. Um, I've wanted to try to dissect time, try to find something that it kind of uh, is mirroring, but none of that stuff is actually panning out. Um, so again, you know, you've got lots of theories, whether, you know, Bitcoin's in a spiral that's expanding. Um, you've got a certain amount of percentage, you know, extension versus bull run after bull run after bull run. Lots of different theories out there. Um, but I think it's important that we kind of acknowledge that no one really knows right and and what you're trying to do is basically use all of this information that you have which isn't very much um to our advantage trying to utilize it right so when we take a look at this six trillion dollars is a nice target that we actually have aligned to based on fibonacci based levels um, and then from there we kind of say okay that's about fifteen thousand percent now obviously you know taking a look at the entire run that we had previously at 1.2 um you know uh, million percent is very very significant but i do expect significant um you know changes over time you just have to look at bitcoin's very early stages where it started off at twenty thousand twenty four thousand percent growth and then dropped down to i think nine thousand percent growth and um, we are not going to be seeing nine thousand percent growth on bitcoin right now we've seen about two thousand percent i think it's actually less than that about 1800 or so percent growth on bitcoin um, so far right and if it does actually go up to those higher levels and it's obviously going to be pushing up significantly higher but for the most part your expectations are that the percentage yield decreases over time as the price uh, becomes greater and greater and greater right and um, as the market matures a little bit more so it's important that we acknowledge that um, our current position here of only 200 percent for the alts um, gaining uh, above the previous all-time high is very very low and if we were to to actually run this from the previous high on the alts you know we are talking about a 260 thousand percent growth in 2017 above the previous all-time high and um, so when we're talking about moving up to the all-time high here and uh, only really talking about another you know 1100% versus 260% you can imagine how conservative even that feels at this point in time and um, but again you know no one really knows. We're kind of second guessing here. We're using the FIB levels to try to give us a bit of a flavor as to where things are going. We actually have two targets here, right? We've got the $9 trillion level and we've got a $6 trillion level. We're being conservative here with the $6 trillion. There is still the possibility of actually seeing the altcoins actually reach $9 trillion, but it depends on the level of adoption, mainstream, and uh, it might actually be a little bit prolonged from here. Um, so again, you know, to, if you're happy to think that, you know, we've had an alt season that's only 200% above the previous all-time high for all alts, then I think um, maybe this isn't the space for you. Um, but ultimately, I still expect pretty big gains on the alts. Even if Bitcoin goes bearish at this point, that just means that the alts are about to absolutely go crazy, in my opinion. Right, with all of that kind of said, done and out of the way, if you found that useful and informative, hit the like button. I really do appreciate that. And let me know in the live chat or the comments below what your thoughts are on, um, you know, a six trillion dollar altcoin market that'd be really interesting um, right okay let's actually take a look at some individual coins let's start things off with elrond and e-gold okay because this has been an interesting one right we've seen a good abc move to the upside and you notice how we're not actually utilizing this or calling it um you know an impulsive move to the upside we are actually referring to it as um 
you know, basically as it is, which is an ABC, right? And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take that measurement of our A wave here, um, and we're going to see whether or not this actually aligns nicely with our C wave high. Um, so we actually went up here, we did actually turn that C wave into an impulsive wave. And um, so we could actually label that as a one, two, three, with a four wave. But there is one big exception to that. So with Elrond here, we actually crossed over. If this was a fourth wave, it actually went lower than our A wave one, right? Or A wave here. Therefore, invalidating it, meaning we must actually call this an ABC. Um, and therefore, we're looking for an ABC down. Okay, on this weekly chart with Elrond, we can see, of course, that we are heavily oversold um, with this one on the weekly, right? Basically, the fast lines are absolute zero and the slow line is at 9.7. So there's a little bit more room to potentially pull back down too. But you can also see that we have a triple bottom just forming right here on the candles so a pretty good bullish um signal to the upside next right so we are expecting a bit of a bounce now when it comes to bouncing uh we are going to take that high point we're going to take that low point that we've had that triple to, uh, triple bottom on and what we're going to do is we're going to highlight a key area of interest for us. This actually would be $423. Okay, that there is our 618 zone. Okay, from there, we want to be looking at the 476 area. Okay, that $476 range. That is going to basically be the area that we want to get a closed candle above. Getting a closed candle above there basically it confirms that this is not an ABC down, but in fact just a corrective move that actually might already be this triple bottom ABC move that actually sees us then go for another ABC to the upside. And this is a weekly chart, so it's a pretty big move to be expected there. We obviously have our um, trend-based FIB here working hard, showing us a 4.236 extension at uh, 1065 dollars right that would be the kind of maximum i could see this thing potentially going to in my opinion um, and if you haven't yet already realized that we do like to lock in profits on the journey to the upside and um, it's very important that you do that and therefore you're not going to potentially be left with any bags um going into a bear market if your expectations were too high and um, so just because we have a trend here that shows out a 4.236 extension at 1065 dollars does not necessarily mean it's actually going to come in that is why we have a nice conservative model here as well which shows us a 4.236 extension coming in at 869 dollars again we like to lock in profits on the 1.618 the 2.618 the 3.618 and of course that 4.236 okay these are key areas for us and we resonate really well as we can see here we push up and um, we found this area we took it out we also came up to the uh, 2.618 and we've got the reversal as well and um, so both of those first targets have actually come in um, and again we've seen this abc to the downside right and now we're trying to see this triple bottom that's just arrived right here we can also see the stochastic rsi's pull back a little bit but is in a mid-range point it can go up and of course it can go down on this daily chart not really inclusive so we have to use these uh, patterns to help us understand what's going on when you have a triple bottom here this actually shows us a really strong area of support and it's usually a pretty bullish indication of things to come and a reversal in the market i.e we're going to be going up specifically after an abc to the downside now here we have an ABC um, basically uh, going up and we can see this on our daily. Let me just make this a little bit bigger on this Elrond chart. And uh, what we do is we'll grab hold of this ABC. We can see we have an A here. We come back down to the same level for a B. 
and then we come up into the C wave. This C wave is pretty much um, just here, uh, a lower, a little bit lower than the 382, stopping it from going impulsive up, and we start to see this pull back down to the downside. Right now, um, this actually would look like an ABC move to the downside. Okay, so we'll be watching to see the bounce to the upside now. Um, so we'll move up, potentially pull back down. The stochastic RSI would allow for that kind of move, and potentially set in this lower low, but this pan is bullish, so we might actually get a turnaround here that actually sees this thing potentially moving up much much higher and potentially as well the other option is if this support continues to hold as we move up with that b wave and our c wave still falls flat uh, with our previous a wave and again then we look for that impulsive move up from here uh, where again that might actually be not just an abc but a 135 so the daily chart's looking pretty interesting on elrond we want to see how this test plays out but my expectations are a small bounce to the upside um, and if we actually measure that distance we get as a bit of a target for that bounce we should potentially be looking at $299 um, from there we'll be then addressing some of these resistance areas as you can see there's a major resistance just up here at $338 likewise right here on this red line at 303 so you can see the reversal at 299 being a key area for us okay so that's Elrond on our hourly now when we come into our uh, sorry on our daily when we come into our hourly here you can see a lot more of that motion to the downside that big abc move right here and this is actually an interesting thing right because we can obviously see if i measure that out there you can see the big a b and c move um what we do is we, we take that measurement and i'll run it here and i don't need to do it the other way around because um here you can see we we didn't go down very far right we actually held up incredibly well um so really good to see that with elrond and kind of holding out that area nicely and strongly um again triple bottom so from here we, we could potentially be looking at some interesting move to the upside find that 299 look for a reversal maybe come back down to 227 and hold the 227 so watch out for that on elrond uh, some interesting moves going on here uh, we are heavily overbought on our hourly so do expect some pullback here um and again that's uh that that could basically you know be a, a move inside our a way our uh sorry, our b wave up okay so watch out for that um interesting stuff occurring with elrond right this actually then brings us on to the next uh level right so let's actually take a look at some at the next chart but before we do if you found that useful hit the like button appreciate that i wonder how many likes we can go for today we're at 105 289 with us so why not smash that like button really appreciate it and uh we'll take a look at polka dot um so we're going to start here um and i know polka dot something that uh, some of our members over in discord uh requested so we'll Pull up this chart and we'll take a look at what's going on and um, so very much like we had with elrond um, we have an abc move and again this abc has actually fell short with uh with polka dot here and it hasn't been a very good performer um unfortunately even if we take the all-time high and um, polka dot we could argue has probably been one of the worst performers i think there's a couple others that are slightly worse um but it's definitely not done great for the portfolio um 2700 um from you know August 2020 through to you know November 2021 right so very very poor performer not great for the portfolio I think it's important to acknowledge that um you know I think Polkadot's going to be better utilized for the things that are going to be on the platform right so the projects that are launching on Polkadot those are probably the ones that are going to perform slightly better than Polkadot in itself so interesting stuff right Polkadot's uh, performance wise has been you know okay you've got pretty good returns you're not going to get better than that in a 
you know anywhere else a bank isn't going to give you those kind of returns and um, but there were better altcoins that maybe you know you might have wanted to invest in right so cardano would have taken about fourteen thousand percent harmony one eighteen thousand v chain eighteen thousand anchor thirty two thousand matic forty two thousand right so other altcoins did definitely perform better um, but polka dot by you know but the, but the same standard as a bank has performed out has outperformed banks massively right so there is a positive to it um it's just not one that uh, has performed massively well for for many portfolios and uh, with that being said big abc move a and the c wave did actually fall short of its expectation um so it is what it is it is where it is but uh, the trend-based fib here does show us out moving out towards that 200 dollar range uh, based on this a wave this b wave and the c wave okay so once we actually put all those in we do have uh, some interesting areas to kind of you know take take note of um so we are looking for this abc down and we can already see that we are pulling back a bit here we are heavily oversold on our stochastic rsi um and you know we're at absolute uh, well actually we're at 1.51 and 1.51 on both the fast and the slow line they're exactly the same so our weekly chart does need a huge reversal right and we could also argue that this is a, a small abc that's already occurred and we are now looking for the larger move to the upside okay so there's not too much i can talk about uh, on this weekly chart here for um polka dot there's not a huge amount of information not a lot of data it's relatively new and um, it's really all about the power chains and what's going to be launching um the target is 203 on the trend uh, if we want to be conservative when we actually take a look at the 177 area this just takes a look at that one pullback okay um that we've experienced when bitcoin was at 65k and moving down into those lower areas um so yeah right now we are um we're tracking nicely to the upside and then we're starting to see this pull back here okay um, and again you know we are looking for the bouncing area now we haven't found it just yet we are midway through and um, so the outlook for polka dot isn't bright right now on our daily chart we are expecting some more volatility to occur here and um, there was this impulsive move down um and there was an ABC move up and an ABC down um, and then an a, a very small ABC with a double top uh, double top. And then we're starting to fall back down on our daily. So when we come into our hourly chart, we can see some of that volatility a little bit clearer. Right. And um, the expectation is to move up with a B wave. Um, but none of these charts are actually indicating that we're going to have a B wave that high. And if anything, they're actually indicating that we are likely to pull back further with polka dot. Right. The daily is looking over uh, or, or is, is in the mid range point. Um, our hourly is overbought um, so we are looking at that stochastic thinking that we need to see that kind of come down a little bit and um, so right here we can see that we had the ABC up I'll quickly draw that on uh, roughly for us so we can see there's an ABC up uh, and as we continue to draw these out we can also see that there's an ABC to the downside here then there's an abc up so again we're, we're bouncing around quite a bit right we can see that here um, and here is a really interesting move right because we kind of continuation pattern right here um, and then we pull back down lower and then we push up and then we pull back down lower so this is probably where our actual abc is actually lying uh, on this downward trend right so this is the one that we want to measure out and uh, take a look at how we're going to wipe out that stochastic rsi and what i'm going to do is i'm going to do it the right way around so we actually measure this properly um, and then we're going to grab this put this down onto our b wave high and here we can see that polka dot has the ability to go down to 22 dollars now just because it can doesn't mean that it will we can also see that we've moved down to the 786 and we bounced from it right um, so we can see here that they are tracking an abc move to the downside okay we can see that right here a b and c now 
this move again is the same as what we've had previously um but we are of course you know still aiming this c wave to come down lower but it's actually found a good resting spot on the 786 and started to get an abc move up we are overbought right so although there is a really small abc here this is potentially going to lead into a slightly deeper ABC move that takes us down into this $22 range. Um, and this $22 range would be a part of the bigger ABC move, right? So without confusing people, you can, of course, see that there are other micro movements going on. And in all of those micro movements, what they're doing is they're actually playing a part in the bigger move. Okay, so this bigger ABC down to the $22 range. That is where I would anticipate seeing a bit of a reversal. Um, so I'll draw the line there if we can see that. Um, so for Polkadot, expect some volatility a little bit further. Right now we're at 20 24 uh, we're looking to pull back to 22 and then from there we will expect an abc up okay and there'll be a bigger abc up after a bigger abc down like this um in my expectation okay because this is a bigger play than the smaller players that we were just talking about here in these micro movements okay um so overall polka dot is um it's an interesting one i think and um, i think we've got a little bit lower to go before potentially pushing up with polka dot but again it's the projects that are launching on polka dot that i think are going to be the ones to watch out for the same thing arguably can be said for cardano and the projects that are launching on ada uh, or are launching on cardano i think they're going to be really interesting i expect pretty big things from those as well okay so although not positive uh, outlook right now for polka dot and um, once we get this c wave bottom come in we can then analyze to see where things are likely to go next uh, and obviously there is that bigger play it's still on the horizon here that we should be cautious on um coming down into this c wave low it could be a good turning point for us um but you know we are still got that bigger macro picture that we should be concerned with as well and um, so do watch out for that one we're really waiting for the macro picture to get the reversal and the big push to the upside okay so polka dot not the best but if you found it useful hit the like button appreciate that um let's actually take a look at link now link is a project that i really do like and for those who are unfamiliar um chain link is all about your oracles it's about bringing real world data on chain uh, in an immutable way okay basically uh, bringing in price fees that can be used in DeFi applications as one use case now chainlink is heavily integrated absolutely everywhere it's going to be hard to find a project that chainlink isn't already integrated into right and um, that being said there are some competitors that are starting to come out right and um right now in this particular bull run i don't think they're really a threat to chainlink because chainlink has just too many integrations but going forward I would expect that some of the market share that Chainlink has has had is probably going to get distributed amongst some of the competitors, right? So we should be aware that longer term, I think Chainlink's going to be starting to decrease some of its potential and it's going to move over into things like API 3, for example, right? Um, so do watch out for that. But right now, I, I think it's fantastic. It's integrated in so many different projects. It's uh, it's doing a fantastic job and um, I do expect it to do pretty well. Um, we can see here, um, that we actually have a bit more data, actually. We could argue that this is a a, a bigger move um, in... Yeah, I'd say we could actually argue that this is not just an ABC move, but actually uh, a 1 through 5. Let's just see if that plays out. So from the beginning here, um, from... Yeah, that's actually January 2019 uh, into this move here, and then pull back here, and then we look for that last leg there. Okay, so slightly longer now this here is obviously march 2020 um, and for the most part we actually had a good rise in august we pulled back in december and then we rallied up but very very poorly here um, and this is actually more aligned to bitcoins 
um, I guess, wave count if we actually bring up Bitcoin for a second here. You can see how Bitcoin was back in 2018, right? January of 2019, we saw wave one, then wave two pulled back in March 2020, pushed up with wave three, way back with wave four, and we're waiting for wave five, right? Um, and Chainlink is actually pretty much aligned to that. Right back here in early 2019, up into um, June of 2019 when Bitcoin peaked, pulled back here, um, which actually super interesting. Is that is technically actually higher than you had that pullback, right? Um, I'll leave it here for now, though. Um, but yeah, so basically pullback in March, and then we have this nice run. Now, there's a small blip here um, in August of 2020. I think um, a lot of people can remember what was going on there. This is actually wave two in the count of, um, of what was going on with many of the other altcoins. But here, what we can actually see is we have a A, a B, and a C wave inside of our third wave to the upside now this can of course be counted many different ways um, but an abc is the simplest way of kind of looking at it for now and um, so chainlink's looking pretty good we had that kind of collapse in wave four we started to see some good progress and then we started to pull back again and we're still trying to find some kind of ground to continue that growth to the upside now you can of course argue that actually is are, are we actually expecting that kind of level to the upside because we could argue that actually you know chainlink has had it's already kind of completed a one through five. This also is very valid, right? You could hold this up. Um, the very, very close wave counts, though, the size of these waves, sorry, wave one, wave three, and wave five, all very similar. Wave three is not allowed to be the smallest wave. Um, and in this particular example, it looks like it's going to be very, very close. Cool. I'm not going to measure them all, um, but you get the idea, right? So we could argue that that is also on the horizon. And what we've seen here is actually now an A, a b and a c move to the downside a very shallow c wave here and now we are looking to get some traction to the upside right but here's your caveat here you have an a a b and a really shallow c wave and now we are tracking to the downside like we were with uh, polka dot here an a a b waiting for that c now taking a look at this c wave and this c wave they've been very shallow so we could argue that this could potentially be another shallow c wave coming in here and um, but we'll wait off and see what the smaller time frames are taking a look at first before we go ahead and call that like most other projects in the space heavily oversold on our stochastic rsi on Chainlink here and um, so again watch that space i think we are going to be seeing some interesting things going on with Chainlink. so let's actually take a look at the daily see how this one's playing out um so here we can actually see that we are trading inside two key areas i marked these up already and we can see that there's a double bottom and we got ourselves a double top okay basically 17 dollars and 26 cent and 20 dollars 38 cent over the last few days we've been stuck inside this range here right now we're overbought and pushing up a little bit against resistance at 19 dollars 34 again this is an area of resistance that we had mapped out previously um so again this could be valid it might not be valid it's not the best of resistance and um, so we'll watch out for that one but for now that's where we're pushing up potentially pushing a little bit higher but we are tracking an abc to the downside like we tracked an abc to the upside and um, so for example we are now looking right so if we can see here we had our, our pull back down right so we can mark this up as our a b and c uh, you could also count this if you wanted to slightly differently um but you know for me i'm just going to make it really simple for the point of this stream abc down okay then what we're going to do is we're going to basically acknowledge that there's an a wave up 
a B wave down and a C wave up. Okay, that's your ABC up. At this point, we then look for the ABC down. Here we can see the ABC down, AB and C on our daily. Then we are tracking the ABC up. Okay, so then we go ahead and we draw that one out. Here we can see the A, the B and the C all in a very short space of time gets very very congested at this point you can see a b and c then we pull down right we're looking for the a b c down and what we actually have here is really interesting because we have our, our a wave down our b wave is our double top and our c wave is probably going to come down to find that support level that we've already mapped out a couple of times effectively making a triple bond okay so we'll watch out to see if we actually pull back down into this area here for chain link and if so then obviously we're expecting the a b c up uh, again Expect volatility on Chainlink probably through until the new year, where I think we're going to see a huge reversal in the crypto space overall. When we come into our hourly view, here you can see a little bit more of the detail of these wave counts that we just drew on. Um, and I actually doubled over because I actually had them already drawn on this hourly. Um, so I'll um, I'll quickly just clean that up a little bit. Let me um, let me just clean off some of these uh, some of this noise. We'll just um, grab hold of that. Um, Grab the right one, remove that, and then we can see what's going on here. So we have these ABC moves going going on. Uh, heavily overbought, so we are looking for this pullback. We are looking to come back down, complete the ABC. And again, if I make this a little bit bigger, inside of this C wave, we can also confirm on the smaller time frame, we have an A, we have a B, and we have a C. And what we'll do for shits and giggles, we'll measure this out right here, and we'll pull this down. Uh, we can see that the C wave would actually be just below our level of support at 17.26 and therefore there's a high probability that the support is probably going to hold and we're not going to get that complete one for one ratio. Uh, but do be mindful that we might pull down a little bit lower than that support level but that's kind of where we're thinking. A triple bottom is potentially on the horizon here where we then start to see the reversal and the push to the upside. That being said if we continue to push up a little bit maybe we push up towards that $19.59, our C wave would marry up nicely with that $17.26 range. Um, so yeah, we'll have to see how that one plays out. But Chainlink's looking pretty interesting. Expect some volatility, like I say, through to the end of the year. And then we're going to start seeing some interesting times thereafter. I think the new year is going to be a bit of a flick of a switch like we saw with 2021. And basically everything kind of uh, getting a bit of a green light, a lot of green candles to come back in. Right now we're seeing some green in the market, but I'm still expecting some volatility to kind of come in and wipe out some of the recent profits that have been potentially gained from the recent lows um, and again expect more volatility all the way through until we actually get into the new year but again um, hodling is a great strategy trading can be better depending on your tolerance to risk etc um, using you know leverage is high risk at the moment so not something that um not that something that I'd ever use anyway, um, but would be potentially, you know, something you might want to avoid, specifically whilst market is incredibly volatile with manipulation from whales, institutions, etc. Um, but also the other thing that's important to acknowledge here is stop losses. They can also be seen by market makers and could be used against you. So if you're going to use a stop loss, try to make it manual if you can. Um, and uh, what I mean by that is pay attention to the price movements and create alerts and things like that, um, and then make actions manually rather than 
than actually setting up any stop losses, etc. Um, so for Chainlink, expect some volatility, um, but I do expect some pretty good things slightly longer term as we continue to move further forward. Hopefully you found that useful. If you did, I'm going to say it, smash the like button. Really appreciate that. Right, let's um, move on to another project that has been very interesting. Um, and this is going to be Polygon's Matic, formerly known as Matic. This is a project that Chris was calling out way back in October of 2020. Um, and, you know, if we actually take a look at when the price was around that time, yeah, it was uh, it was down here at uh, 1.6 cent, right? Now trading at $2.30. And this project is probably one of the better performers for the portfolio um, overall. 42,000% in gains um, from March 2020 through to May 2021. I don't know of any bank that's going to be offering you 42,000% in um, NAPY um, in just a year. That's what you would have got with Polygon's Matic. So it's been very, very profitable for us. Um, and hopefully a lot of people who are OG to the channel um, were you know, getting involved with, with Matic in the early days. Now that's the power of the bear market, right? Being able to buy these projects at those kind of discounted rates and those really low value um, propositions and being able to see value being added to it in the future. Bear market is where your money is made. The bull runs about two things. I say this all the time, managing your price expectations and managing your emotions. Greed can get the better of you, right? Um, right now, we are obviously pushing back up pretty well um, and we are overbought on this weekly chart. So this is a coin that is defying the trend of the uh, macro market. Okay, we've seen very significant gains with, with Polygon's Matic. I do expect it to continue, but we also expect some volatility now. We're expecting some kind of sell-off to occur in order to lower the stochastic RSI. It could be very quick. It could be uh, over within a week. It could be two weeks. Um, but we do expect to see this stochastic RSI get pulled back down. Now, it doesn't actually mean it's going to happen anytime soon, but this should be an indication that it is going to happen at some point. We take a look at this particular point in time was January 2021. We didn't start to pull down significantly until March of 2021, which means you're up here for a very long time in this overbought area. And then we started to see some downtrend. Now, that downtrend in itself, it isn't actually price downtrend that you're looking at. It's momentum downtrend. And what you saw is this was happening here. We still got an all-time high afterwards, but it's a good indication that you might want to start reanalyzing the market once that momentum starts to disappear out and um, it is an indication that yes your price might still continue to go up and you analyze that but you're going to start to run out of steam and you're going to start to see a reversal okay and that's what you saw inside this stochastic rsi so right now although the price has started to kind of climb up a little bit we've gone from oversold to overbought we haven't made a huge amount of price difference right but we can be up here a little bit whilst we continue that run but we're running out of steam and we should be expecting a bit of a downtrend to occur um, and it could be a quick little thing like this it could be something like this uh, it could be a little bit steeper like this as well we won't know until the time comes um, but ultimately we should be looking at some kind of reversal here now um, we do have our abc move a slight pull back down and a push back to the upside not a very clear kind of move here um, specifically when if you start thinking about an abc down an ABC up, um, an ABC up could have been had in here on our daily, an ABC down here, ABC up, ABC down, ABC up, and then we're looking for an ABC down. We'll have to check that on the on the daily chart in a moment, okay? Um, so overall, you know, Matic's trend here is looking pretty good, but it is definitely the polar opposite of what you're seeing with things like Bitcoin, uh, you know, pretty much most other altcoins, Harmony, VeChain, XRP, ADA, Ethereum, whatever, right? And um, they're actually, you know, more in the oversold area than the overbought area. 
So let's actually jump down into our um, daily chart here and actually take a look at what's going on, right? So here we can see that actually, yeah, we had this huge kind of surge down. Uh, we had the bounce, we pulled back after the bounce and so forth, right? Uh, and inside here, you can see there's several waves. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail on that. Big ABC move to the upside, though. We can obviously quite clearly see this definitive move A, big B big C right now it's not impulsive uh, again if we actually measure this distance of our A wave right here and move it to the low of the B we can see that the C wave actually pretty much came in exactly where you needed to be right it came in one for one ratio um, it actually wicked just above the one to one ratio and then started to reverse right so a very standard place to be on your C wave right so you know that's an ABC up Always after an ABC up, would you be looking for an ABC down? Okay, and instead what you end up with is a bounce here, uh, A, B, and C, and then you push back up and then back down. So what you actually end up with at this point is not an ABC move, but you end up with a one through five move. Okay, so an impulsive downtrend right in here. Okay, and uh, there's lots of different ways to measure that, but if we actually just go ahead and grab hold of our... Um, Fib here, we'll go ahead and move that to there. And we can see that we actually whipped just above the 1.382, turning this impulsive rather than an ABC. And the fourth wave did not invalidate the high of the uh, or the low of wave one. Therefore, the continuation to wave five was going to happen. Um, so here with Matic, you see the, the five waves down. Then we start to track this move to the upside. And again, this is an ABC move. Again, this is easy to spot because you can see an ABC. And then the pullback right down here, uh, flash crash, if you will, um, taking us into this lower area. Now, this particular wick obviously doesn't have a lot of information that goes with it, right? And not on the daily chart. A lot happened in this one hour, uh, one day, for example. And we can see that we actually went up to continue a motion to the upside. Okay, so you could argue that actually your C wave was here. Um, and not here, or we have to have a uh, look at the smaller time frames to figure out why we actually started to go up a little bit higher. And um, so I'm going to leave that and whilst we go down into the next level and see if there's something clearer there. When we actually come over to this side, though, we can, of course, see there's an A, B and C to the down. And of course, we are tracking this move now, um, A, B and C to the upside. We are midway range on the stochastic RSI. So there's a possibility that this actually turns a little bit more bullish. Um, but let's actually take a look at this throw this up onto our chart here uh, we'll grab that and we can see that actually the C wave comes in just a little bit higher than where we currently are so continued growth up to about $2.42 before potentially seeing a reversal going up above $2.61 would be an impulsive move up okay so do watch out for that um, so let's actually take a look at that hourly chart and see what we can see in this area uh, that we had uh, a gap for right here um, so yeah, here you can see that there is uh, an ABC inside that same hour um, or same day, right? Inside that same day here you can see. Now that is a huge C wave, definitely impulsive down, but it didn't actually, uh, it didn't stick. We actually saw that long wick. When you see a long wick like this, um, essentially it means that you run out of steam, you run out of momentum, and uh, the sellers are exhausted and basically the buyers take control. Um, so that's what you see here at uh, at this point in time. And then you start to see a good uh, reversal and a big ABC to the upside here. Again, small ABC uh, down, and then uh, interesting, again, probably something going on inside that hour there. Um, as we push back up um, and I'd be actually pretty happy to say that that's actually probably there to be fair um, that's a pretty small kind of uh, deviation away um, 
not the clearest but you could argue that there's a bit of an abc in there um then we abc down abc up and then we're in this bigger abc down uh, moving across abc up and we are looking at pushing up to this point here lots of sideways action though lots of continuation and there was a significant pullback here again this would be in line with an abc inside of our c wave uh, we'll grab that push that up and again we'll measure the distance see if we can get confirmation um, of where we expect our c wave to land and um, it comes in just short actually um, so this one comes in just short at $2.40, uh, whereas the bigger ABC comes in at $2.42. Um, so again, could overextend or just be a little bit short, but you're right in that range there for a C wave and then a reversal. Once those come in, you'll be looking for a reversal if it doesn't turn impulsive, of course, um, to the downside. Okay, so volatility still here. Expect it to occur continuation of this volatility through December into the new year so matic yeah it's an interesting one i think there's been some interesting kind of fud i want to call it chris i'm uh, not sure if you're able to talk about it uh, or not but uh before well if everybody doesn't mind a bit of christmas singing from the little one <laughs> um on silent now that's good um so yeah i i expect a, a little bit of volatility for, for for matic obviously they've got a bit of a funding um thing going on at the moment so i think you know there's potential for for some liquidation of, of polygonmatic just you know funding some of the projects and stuff like that so <laughs> um so yeah you know i i expect some volatility basically nick i'll, I'll uh check out <laughs> so, so people yeah perfect endure the singing <laughs> that i'm enduring Okay, yeah. So as Chris was saying, basically with pretty much most projects that offer funding uh, of some sort, they, they usually pay that funding in the token, right? And obviously the projects that get funded are going to have to liquidate the asset to basically fund their project, right? Um, so it's a bit of an obvious one, but yeah, you expect liquidations with funding. Um, you know, Cardano is going to be the same. Harmony One would be the same. Matic's the same. There's so many different projects offering funding um, that it's going to be pretty standard across the space, right? um so we've got a couple uh, we've got about 10 minutes left um so i'm going to get into um avax next and um you know what we want to do is in the live chat in the comments down below let me give me a list of the different projects that you want me to cover on thursday i won't be doing a stream tomorrow um but i will be doing it on thursday morning so Send me all your requests, right? What do you want um, us to actually cover uh, on Thursday morning? Um, put it into the comments, put it into the live chat. We'll make a list and we'll get those ones covered on Thursday. But we'll jump into AVAX and um, see what's going on here. Okay, um, so we'll take a look at uh, on the weekly chart, although it is uh, there's not a lot of data, right? And so we'll start with that. Um, so we'll grab hold of this weekly um, time frame, and we can see that we've got 455 days, so a little over a year and a half, right? Oh, it's not even a year and a half, a year and a bit. Um, so basically, we're running from september 2020 um and we can see there we had this big abc move to the upside right and uh, then we had an abc down and then we got this impulsive move which is good to see right and um on this weekly chart again why we are pretty 
you know, in a pretty good position with this protocol. Um, not only is the tech absolutely outstanding, if you haven't done um, research on the snow protocols, you, you absolutely must. It's, it, you know, it'll blow your mind. Um, but, you know, good things are, are likely to occur here. Lots of kind of things going on in the ecosystem. Again, um, we can see that the stochastic RSI is just coming out of that overbought area, uh, sorry, oversold area, um, out of the overbought previously. And we can see that we just bottomed out with that wave four going into this fifth wave high. And the trend based here on the on the data that we have available shows $254. We're currently trading at 119. I was called crazy for the various different price targets that we've had uh, on a few of these things super early on. Um, I'll put that fifth wave up there at that level, but I think actually there's a conservative target that's you know where we'd like to be anyway. But um, yeah, crazy things. I I remember being called all sorts of things when I called out to Solana at $185. But um, here we have uh, Avax, you know, that's been trending quite nicely. Some pretty good levels. Um, to be hit oversold lots of growth potential on the weekly chart um so let's actually take it down at a level into our daily this is where we actually see that conservative 225 okay so the 225 dollars is the conservative 4.236 extension we are overbought on our daily chart however so we are expecting to see this one kind of get that reversal uh in a little bit now here we have our abc now this abc is actually really small right we have the abc down uh, and then we actually have this uh this a uh, if I can actually draw this right, um, that would be B. Let's be here. C is there. B is up there. And A is. Oh, where is that? It's a little bit all over the place, actually. Yeah. Gonna. That is interesting. I'm gonna put. See, the B wave should, in theory. Yeah, that is odd. Let me see if I can just anchor that in a little bit um so abc down we're looking for the abc up and where we are there there it is i can see it now it happened very very quickly um basically you end up with it right here and then you end up with uh this abc down right in here as well okay so very rapidly we actually moved an abc down abc up abc down or continuation and um, down here there's a good level of support where we didn't actually close behind uh, 7786 we wicked below it but we didn't close below it and um, so that's actually be turned out to be a really strong area of support so i'll quickly just mark that up with a horizontal ray um right here 7748 um, and then we are seeing this nice big move to the upside right we see the uh a, B, C move to the upside. It's actually a little bit difficult to see it on our daily chart. So we'll have a look uh, on our um, weekly chart, uh, on our hourly chart in a second. Uh, we'll measure out that distance here and we'll throw that onto our B. That puts C just coming in at $128. Again, we can fall short of it, but um, that's the expectation. Let's actually check that out on our hourly chart. We are overbought on our... Um, our daily by the way so we are expecting a reversal which means we're coming to completion of the c wave high um so yeah so here we have this uh, abc move abc here's your abc that actually was really short just here uh, we see the abc down abc so this is actually where we are let me just remove that one that's a bit noisy um, and what we're going to do is we'll just draw this one out here's your a here's your b and we're tracking the c and we'll grab hold of our fib we'll measure out the fib just here and we'll pop that onto our b and you can see actually we 
are looking at moving up a little bit higher towards that 126, but we are heavily overbought. So do expect a little bit of volatility in this moment uh, in time, and then we should start to see that reverse back out. Now, the bigger ABC move is also in place still, so we could actually see a continuation pattern here, just trade sideways. And whilst we wait um, a little bit longer to correct the stochastic RSI, both on the daily and, of course, the hourly, that allows the bigger ABC in play. Okay, so the big A here, uh, a B wave pullback, and then that C wave up. And um, that again, I'll measure the distance to see if we actually get some kind of consensus across those. Let um, me just grab this and pull it down into that lower area. Um, and then we'll pull that up into here. Um, so again, uh, this actually shows us moving out to 143 on the bigger macro scale. Okay, so and there could be a little bit more volatility in this uh, until we actually work our way up into that bigger ABC move before you see a bit of a macro change uh, to the downside. But overall, I think AVAX has been tracking incredibly well so far. Um, and if we actually analyze you know, what's going on here, we actually have some interesting patterns. Um, and this formed a couple of different charts we can potentially see forming here. Uh, an inverse head and shoulders pattern. Um, not that I'm uh, overly fond of these patterns, but nonetheless, here we have uh, the head kind of coming in at the bottom here. Um, and we can obviously pull this in uh, to about here. We form that shoulder and then we look for that so we could potentially pull back in and then see that surge that comes in after an inverse head and shoulders very sloppy but there is definitely the formation of something on there as well so watch out for that um, but avax is uh, it's definitely something you want to research if you're not familiar it's been making some pretty good ground if we just take a look at that daily from a bigger point of view you can see that there were some huge opportunities to get this thing uh, all the way down here and um, when it was nine dollars during that uh, that bear market if, uh, if you can remember right <laughs> i jest with you guys it's, it wasn't a bear market um but obviously you know you can see the bigger abc move uh, in here obviously fantastic opportunity double bottom and then a huge surge to the upside very impulsive move um, and then we continued that impulsive move to the upside as well which is what you're starting to see uh, on that weekly chart if we come back in you saw that impulsive move that we're we're looking at the big A, uh, sorry, the big one, two, three, four in the pullback, and we're tracking that five. Now, inside this fifth wave, you do expect to see um, probably an ABC uh, in here, or maybe even another one through five. Um, so you will be expecting to see a pullback at some point. Um, so do watch out for that. But ultimately, on this weekly chart, it's looking very, very good. Um, potentially even setting a new trend, right? So the ABC move that we see so far uh, shows us 100 and, uh, or 200 and $54. We might actually go much higher than that with that one. So do watch out um, when we get to the top of wave five here to see what happens next, uh, whether we get just a short ABC correction and then continuation. Um, it'll be interesting to see for sure. So guys, I'm going to leave the stream uh, about there. Chris, you, you have something to say? Yeah, I was just going to say like really rate AVAX. Like the technology is just something else. Yeah, we talk about like how important, you know, the the, the tech is the team and all that sort of stuff but you know like definitely if you haven't sort of uh, you know dug into to the white paper definitely worth taking the time to do so um a project that i think's got a really bright future
absolutely i couldn't agree more um so guys i'm gonna leave the stream there leave in the comments below and in the live chat all the different projects that you want us to cover on thursday's live stream and um what we'll do is uh, we'll get as much of that kind of covered as possible uh, on that live stream if you have found this one useful informative maybe entertaining um you know with some some singing in the background why not go ahead and hit the like button i really do appreciate that i know chris does as well if you happen to be new to the channel then do go ahead and subscribe tap the bell select all notifications and in doing so you will be kept up to date with everything that we do here at cheeky crypto do join us in discord links in the description down below and um, we are we do spend a lot of time in discord so you can ask us questions there um, check out patreon as well if you want to support the channel etc with all that said done and out of the way i hope everyone has a fantastic day and i'll catch you all in the next one